This NBA Wednesday Night Player Props edition of the PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers where you can win 100x. That's right, turn $5 into 501 game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus of up to $500. Roster brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Plus, NBA is back, and so is the NBA Gambling Podcast. To celebrate, we're giving away a NBA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog for all the details. Welcome, everyone, to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, October the 25th, here to get into our player props for the Wednesday night schedule in the association. I think all teams, except for two, are are playing on uh, Wednesday night in the association. We'll recap what we saw last night on opening night for the NBA season. And we'll also, as we usually do, give out our player props for the Wednesday night games. Joining me here to help me break it all down, I got my guy here with me. It's Chris B. Cappin. Chris, how you feeling, my man? Man, you know, if I'd be feeling better if Darvin Ham gave us the news about how he wanted to, you know, transition into the season. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, man, I, I'm not, I'm not complaining. I thought the the second game between the the Golden State Warriors and the Phoenix Suns would be a toss up, so I kind of just stayed off of that game altogether. Didn't really. Uh, you know, kind of wanted to see how those teams look, especially integrating new players. You know, Bradley mm-hmm. Bill was uh, was not available last night, but they had a lot of role players. And then, of course, CP3 playing against his old team, first look. So, I, you know, we, we talked about treading lightly yesterday uh, when we did the when we did the show. So I just kind of stayed away from that game. But, yeah, Darvinham, just let me know that LeBron James is going to play less than 30 minutes, you know, in a super revenge spot after getting swept last year in the Western Conference Finals. And that, that would, you know, I kept the game totally different. But uh, other than that, it was, you know, of course, exciting to – have basketball back on. Uh, I can definitely tell that uh, my energy level is going to be a little lower because I'll be sleeping less trying to catch yeah, those games on the West 100%. Coast. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's 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 fun times we know up, and we're just getting started. Didn't get didn't do well super super well, but uh, yeah. I think one in three on plays that gave out that we gave out yesterday. But the play today did cash, and I told people I would endorse the fourteen and a half under for Michael Porter Jr. as well. That cash. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully we can we can kind of keep giving out you know start to give out more winners but you know definitely continue keeping uh, cashing those best bets you know how was uh how was your night and uh, what was what was your kind of reaction to what we saw last night? Yeah, I, I think you nailed it, um, hundred percent correct. When, and we mentioned this on the show yesterday as well, like tread lightly, just because I I'll, I mean again we're going to be transparent all season long and I went over four last night I mean we're not going to sugarcoat it here we're not going to sit here and make excuses it just wasn't a very good night and you know I mentioned this on my uh, I think I said this on on my on my Twitter account I also mentioned on the sh- on the show yesterday is that especially for the first two weeks I scaled back significantly I, I you don't want to bet an amount of money on these player props where you're going to be up all night crying about it. And saying, man, what happened? You know, that's why I scale back significantly. So, um, and that's going to be my advice going at least for the first two weeks here, man. Just tread, tread very, very lightly because, again, combined, we went one for seven. I went 0 for four. 
Uh, Chris fortunately hit his best bet last night, but um, it's it's a point where, like you mentioned, that we're still trying to figure out some of these rotations uh, and how many minutes these guys are playing because, like you mentioned, case in point, example number one, LeBron James last night only played 29 minutes. And then after the game and the post-game uh, interview and, and post-game conf- conference, Darvin Ham said that LeBron's probably going to be around that range all season long, around that 29 to 30 minutes range every single night. So that's something to take into consideration. We're not only betting spreads and money lines and things like that, but also obviously player props here when we get talking about on the propcast last night. So um, I got hooked on two props last night. Austin Reeves didn't have the attempts last night. Um, he only got up two three-point shots. He only made one of those. Uh, CP3, as soon as I saw Draymond Green got ruled out officially, I, I got nervous because I gave out the under for CP3, 12.5 points, and I knew that he would have to provide some type of scoring for the Splash Brothers, and he ended up with 14. Kevin Durant had a rough shooting night. He went 7 of 22, did finish up with a double-double, uh, had 20-some-odd points last night, and then um, that was my last one I had yesterday. Um, uh, Rui Achimura, uh 15 minutes off of the bench, had the shot attempts. He got 10 shots up in, th- in in 15 minutes, but only was able to hit three of them um, and only finished up with six points. And he missed a lot of gimmies last night around the basket. So, I mean, again, it's 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 rinsing off. It's learning. And then, again, it's, it's, it's you know, moving forward and, you know, trying to figure out, like we mentioned, the the, the rotations and things like that. But um, anything else you want to add there, Chris, about, you know, I think early on in the season, I think we – Talk about our volume shot on, on the opening night pod, at least. Uh, no, nah, not really. I think um, I know I was high on Clay Thompson. You know, being at home, contract year, revenge spot yeah. for him. Uh, didn't really do much, so that was one that I missed. Kevin Durant uh, over four and a half assists. This actually line actually moved to five and a half, and mm-hmm. uh, he still didn't. He still didn't hit that number. Um, and I think some of that had to do with Bradley Bill not being there, which we yeah. know he was kind of. You know, on the on the list of Grayson Allen, I think also shot like 0 for 6. Uh, so I'm pretty sure a couple of those attempts were from KD. And then we had uh, Mr. Anthony Street Clothes Davis. Uh, might as well have had his street clothes on last night in the second half because he had 17 at halftime. And I gave yeah. him out as my first bet and, uh, you know, couldn't score six points or one point in the second half. So, like you said, you know, if you, you know, you just you, you take you take these days, you throw them in the trash, you bet them light. So it don't you know, it doesn't hurt your bankroll and you move forward. And that's what we're going to do today. Super excited yeah. to break these down, you know, for the full slate. Yeah, big slate here tonight uh, in the association. So hopefully we can turn around what uh, transpired last night and maybe there's a, a little more, um, uh, I guess, not parity, but I guess uh, uh, we are able to find some value in, in these player props here for tonight. So, Chris, let's just dive right into it, man. Let's get into our first player props here. Uh, why don't you lead us off with your first player prop? So, you know, the theme of the day, is because we have a big slate because we are you know maybe not maybe everybody's not locked in as as me and you are um the theme of the day you know is attack bad teams slash poor defenses yeah. on the road okay, okay. So that, that's what that's what we're gonna do we're gonna start in miami tonight and we're okay. gonna attack this this detroit pistons defense tyler hero is what i'm looking at you know t- over 20 and a half points minus 110 Best odds available on BetMGM. You use some minus 115s out there, but this was the best number that I saw. So first thing I looked at, you know, was this Miami team. They they have lost a ton of their scoring when you think about not having Max Struess, not having Gabe Vincent. Um, 
not looking too much into like his preseason numbers, but it, it is pretty encouraging to see that he had a 22-point game and a 30-point game in the preseason, especially when we remember how his season ended. we got to remember he's coming off that hand injury. So if he can go out there and give me 22 points and 30 points in a preseason game, and now he gets the home opener against the Detroit Pistons as nine-point favorites, I do expect him to kind of carry this offense. You know, We know that there's narrative behind this well. His, names were linked, his name was linked. Uh, we're going to the Portland Trailblazers throughout majority of the offseason, you know, in, in, in what was supposed to be a trade for Damian Lillard, and that didn't happen. So here's a guy that's extremely motivated. He also didn't get a chance to perform in the playoffs last year. So I really like this spot for Tyler Hero. I think um, I think I expect him to take about 15 shots here, you know. And if yeah. he does, I expect him to have 23, 24 points versus Pistons defense that allowed the fourth most points per game last season. Now, granted, they got Monty Williams, but I don't expect him to come in and Change this defense overnight. You get Kate Cunningham, Jaden Abbey on the opposite side. He should cook those guys. Uh, and I think that while Miami does have some scoring options, th- uh, I saw Josh Richardson is already out yeah. for this game. And a lot of those other guys, you know, they, they just kind of got to develop, right, when you think about those rookies. So give me give me Tyler Hero at home, not go overthink it, score 21 points tonight, you know, over 20 and a half, minus 110. Yeah, I like it. Uh, you take a look at what he's done in his career, <clears throat> excuse me, against the Pistons. He's averaging 25.1 points per game in those seven games that he's played against the Pistons. He scored 21 or more points in four out of those seven games, but he's gone over that number 31, 29, 29, 34. But also added to the fact he's also averaging 17 shot attempts uh, per game against the Detroit Pistons and shooting it at 53.3%. Also, knocking down about 2.73s uh, per game in that span. Should get out 41.3% uh, against uh, the Detroit Pistons. Like you mentioned, right? The, the score, I mean, look, look, we just kind of go down their starting lineup. Kyle Lowry, not really much of a score. He's out there to f- facilitate your offense. Jimmy Butler, okay, you know your best player on the roster. You, you're expecting him to be a scorer out there for you as well. So the points uh, have to come from somewhere, right? I think Tyler here is going to be that guy. And again, that number is 20 and a half for a reason. And again, I expect that, the, like you mentioned, the shot volume to be there for Tyler Hero and also for him to fill the basket, um, you know, coming off of a year where unfortunately for himself and the Miami Heat suffered that hand injury uh, in that first round against the Milwaukee Bucks. But I think he'll be ready to play here tonight uh, against the Detroit Pistons. Uh, all right, uh, Chris, before I get over to my first player prop, let me tell everyone about underdog fantasy Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. Go 5 for 5 and pick them Scorchers and enjoy a spicy 100x payout. And for a limited time, Underdog is extending the first deposit bonus of up to $500. $100,000 Sundays continues on Underdog Fantasy. 10 lucky players will win 10K each. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy using promo code SGPN. And in honor of the NBA season being back, we're celebrating by giving away an NBA gambling podcast hoodie. Head over to our sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog to submit a screenshot of you playing NBA Underdog using our promo code SGPN. And one random winner will get a NBA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog. All right, Chris, let me get over to my first player prop uh, for this Wednesday night schedule. I'm going to go over. I don't know why I just get attracted to like defensive props because I have like a list of like five guys that I like for defensive props. So let's go over. 
um, to the game between the Brooklyn Nets and the uh, Cleveland, I was about to say Cleveland Browns, Cleveland uh, Cavaliers. Looking at Nick Claxton on his block shots here at one and a half, this one comes in at minus 120 for Nick Claxton. And we saw flashes last year, um, Chris, of him being that, uh, number one, let me go back to saying this. I, I think this this um, this Nets team is going to be really good defensively. Right? We talked about Ben Simmons being back for the Nets, and he's a, he's a great defensive player. Mikhail Bridges as well. You have Nick Claxton, you know, protecting the room for you there as well. Cam Johnson providing some length on this uh, wing uh, spot there as well. But in particular, Nick Claxton last season, I mean, we saw the emergence for him, especially on the offensive side of the basketball I'm oh, sorry, on the defense side of the basketball. And he, I think he finished the season last year averaging, I want to say it was 2.1 rebounds, uh, sorry, 2.1 block shots per game. And now you're going 2. up against... 2.5, you know. 2. Yeah, 2. Don't sell yeah. yourself Yeah, they're 2.5. So, and you take a look at what he did um, against the, I mean, opposing offenses last year right you kind of go down the list and you take a look at his block shot especially in the playoffs last year four blocks against the philadelphia 76ers he had the tall test of going up against joel Embiid. uh had two games where he had four blocks and then three blocks but then again you kind of just go down the list and you look at his block shots going back to uh end of march three three four threes uh zero against the jazz but he had four against the minnesota timberwolves three against the detroit pistons so I'm expecting uh, Nick Claxton to have that significant impact on the defensive side of the basketball for uh, the uh, Brooklyn Nets in this game. That number, eventually, we are going to start seeing it, Chris, at two and a half for his block shot. So, again, I think we mentioned this on the opening night pod is that some of these numbers are going to be loose early on. So, I think this is one of them where we got to take advantage right now. So, Nick Claxton over one and a half uh, uh, block shots at minus 120 against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, no way I can talk you off of this one. I, I expect it to be really, really high energy in this game, you know, especially for them in the season opener. And Nicholas Claxton's name has actually been mentioned with, uh, you know, defensive player of the year type category. And if he's going to do it, it's not going to be because he's getting steals. You mentioned the number, you know, uh, and I kind of, you know, mentioned it as well, but two and a half blocks per game last season. Uh, and like I said, it's just, you know, high energy. Um, you also don't got to worry about Jared Allen. I think Jared Allen's going to miss this game tonight. Uh, so that's yeah. going to make it a little bit easier. And I, I, I like betting on defensive players specifically when they're at home because you get that crowd kind of behind you. And that's when Nicholas Claxton, I think, played some of his better basketball last season. Although he did average 2.2 blocks at home, he actually averaged 2.7 on the road. So um, this was this is a number, you know, where I think, uh, you know, you just you take the over and you live with the results. This one's kind of juiced for a reason. And like you said, I do expect it to the odds to get worse, um, you know, throughout the throughout the season. And it could be quick because he, yeah. he's somebody that's capable of getting four to five blocks, you know? So absolutely love this one. I wrote this one down. I'm probably going to end up tailing this one. You know? All right, let's get over to your next player prop. Chris, man, what do you got? So let's keep that trend, pick on bad teams, poor defenses, uh, on that are on the road specifically. Uh, Halliburton gotta go. Halliburton, his double double is uh minus 130 on bet 365 it's also minus 135 on DraftKings, but i do expect this number to move uh not just uh like throughout the course of the season where it's probably going to be you know minus 150 minus 155 and unplayable for most people mm -hmm. but uh i expect it to move today i think when people start you know getting into it because we still got about six seven eight hours before the game start do expect this one to move 
So two two preseason games, and we don't go a preseason game specifically, but two preseason games, 14 points, nine assists, 15 points, eight assists. He played 23 minutes and 28 minutes in those games. You know? <laughs> <laughs> this one is juice for a reason. Like I said, we probably won't see we probably won't see this line for you know for too long at all. Yeah. Uh, in a season opener, second highest total on the board. This total is 235, 236 points. You know, it's a it's a play you just live with. You live with you take it and you live with the results. Halliburton's gonna be out there. The 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 the, the Washington Wizards are expected to play extremely fast pace with Tyus Jones out there. You know, kind of at the helm. Jordan Poole, a lot of quick shots with Kyle Kuzma as well. Tyrese Halliburton, double-double, man. I had to play him, you know. And like I said, I, I don't like playing and endorsing a lot of minus 130s if I, if I, you know, don't absolutely have to. But this is one I absolutely love. Wizards on the road defensively, nah. Give me Tyrese Halliburton, double-double, you know, minus 130. This number for his double-double probably by the weekend or early next week will be probably in the range of minus 200. Um, you know, when we, you and I did the season long uh, player props for the NBA season, we said we liked either Trey Young or Tyrese Halliburton uh, to lead the league in assists. And again, to lead the league in assists, you usually have to average around that 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 magic number of double digits of ten. Um, <clears throat> and again, I think last season when um, the books hadn't caught on to Halley's double doubles, we were still getting a price like right around this range. And I think we're still getting that right now for Halliburton at minus one thirty five. So. Again, especially with, like you mentioned, the highest total on the board here tonight, you're expecting a lot of pace. You, you The Pacers play with a lot of pace, right? Um, especially with uh, Coach Rick Carlisle there as their head coach. I expect him up and down in this game here as well. So uh, defense is definitely going to be questionable for the Wizards this season, especially when you have a, a, like a player like Jordan Poole in, in the backcourt there. So I expect uh, Tyrese Halliburton to cook in this game for sure. Uh, I'll say in the same game here. I think we got to go with the obvious play just because it's just going to be a shot volume play uh, for uh, Mr. Jordan Poole. Uh, over 24 and a half points here, uh, Chris, for Jordan Poole here tonight. Again, you mentioned that this is going to be one of the now it's up to 25 and a half. So, again, definitely shop around because I was able to get a 24 and a half earlier this morning. But, um, I mean, you talked about number one, the total in this game, the highest total on the board, 235 and a half. We're expecting to see a lot of pace, but. When we talk about ultimate green lights, like Jordan Poole is fits, the, you look it up in the NBA dictionary, green light, Jordan Poole's name is right there, uh, uh, right next to that green light. So we take a look at the preseason. Again, I know we don't like basing our plays off of the preseason, but it's something for us to look at, right? He had a game in 27 minutes against the Knicks, 41 points in that game, and the shot volume is just there. So he played right around about 20 to 22 minutes uh, in the preseason for the Washington Wizards. So against the Toronto <laughs> against the Toronto Raptors, Chris, he was one of 15. I mean, look, even if the guy is 0 for 6, 0 for 7, he's still going to be jacking up the shot. So he was one of 15 in that game. Obviously, I do expect him to shoot better here tonight against the Pacers. Against the Knicks, he was uh, efficient, 10 of 19, uh, 6 of 12 from three-point land. 2 of 13 against the Charlotte Hornets, 6 of 13 against, uh, I think this was an international opponent that they had. And he's also getting up to three-point shots, right? 6, 12, 8, and 8 attempts in those four preseason games. And we know he's a guy that can also get to the free throw line. So when you check that box score this uh, or after this game here tonight, you see Jordan Poole had about 25 attempts in this game. Um, I'm definitely expecting him to be over this 25 and a half range of uh, points here. So I'll give it at the current number over 25 and a half points here tonight for Jordan Poole here, Chris. 
Yeah, in the total, like this, you know, like you said, I mean, we, we kind of went through this lineup, you know, first team, second team. That Washington Wizards team does not have a lot of scoring, you know. If Corey Kisper's not hitting jump shots, um, you know, Kyle Kuzma and and Bradley and Bradley Bill, Kyle Kuzma and uh, Jordan Poole will have to be relied upon heavily to get a lot of the scoring done, you know. So, I mean, in my estimation, when I go through and try to sort, you know, how many players are going to score how many points in this game to kind of keep it, you know, get to that total, um, I think Poole need 30. Honestly, yeah. so 20, even 24 and a half, 25 and a half, they still feel like discounts. And I know that's a big, big number, but it's also the opponent, right? Like we're not taking them against Toronto. We're not taking them against, you know, any of the better defensive teams. We're taking them against, uh, you know, uh, a team that does not play too much defense and wants to kind of improve in that area, but also yeah. just extremely fast pace. So possession wise, it'll be a lot of possessions because Halliburton's going to be running up and down the floor. And I think the Wizards are going to be doing the same thing, which is why we see this total move up so much. I think it's up three or four points from open already. You know? Yeah. That said, it's at 232.5 last week. So now it's all the way up to 235.5, like we mentioned. Uh, all right, Chris, before we get over to our next player props, let me tell everyone about Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bets with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. So stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first one today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. And for NBA fans, the wait is officially over. Basketball is back in DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is celebrating with an unbeatable offer. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for throwing down $5 on the NBA. Win or lose, doesn't matter. You'll start the season with an instant dub. <clears throat> and with drafting parlays, everyone's got a shot at an even bigger basketball win. String together multiple bets from the same game or build your own parlay across multiple games for a shot at making your payday even sweeter. Basketball is more fun when you're in on the action. Download the, the, the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SGP. New customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly for betting just $5. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resorts, Kansas. Licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles Louisiana, 21 years of age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right, Chris, uh, let me get over to my next player prop here. I am going to go over to – got to give out a homer play at least uh, for my Houston Rockets. I'm looking at Fred Van Vliet in this spot. Uh, I'm looking at his steals to go over here tonight. Um, I'm looking at that number at minus, uh, sorry, over one and a half. This one is also a little bit juiced at minus 135, but 
The theme for the Rockets, obviously, is going to be have to improve on the defensive side of the basketball, right? And they brought in Dylan Book, Dylan Brooks to kind of be, you know, that, I guess, that anchor for this defense because this was one of their worst defenses over the past several seasons for the Houston Rockets. And I think that when you take a look at what also Fred Van Vliet, you know, maybe not the greatest uh, defender, but he fills up the stat sheet. And you take a look in the four preseason games that he did play here, Chris, he, he recorded at least two steals in every single one of those games. And also three out of those four games, he also had a block in those games. So in every single one of the four preseason games, he went over two and a half um, either steals and blocks combined or steals purely. So I, I like the steals at over one and a half at minus 135. If you want to get a little bit more value and maybe some plus money for uh, Fred Van Vliet, Two and a half steals and blocks combined is at plus 124. So um, I think he definitely can get a block uh, in this game, but I think I'm really targeting the steals here. And again, Fred Van Vliet has been a guy um, throughout his career that can, you know, cause havoc, use his hands in those passing lanes and get steals when he was with Toronto. And I expect that to continue with the Houston Rockets last season alone. Uh, actually, if you go back over the last four seasons, when he was with the Toronto Raptors, he averaged 1.9 steals, 1.7, 1.7, and 1.8. And also over the last three seasons, 0.7 blocks, half a block, and then 0.6 blocks. So he's getting the blocks, you know, as well. But I, I really do like the steals for him. I'm gonna sprinkle a little bit on both over one and a half uh, steals, minus 135, and then over two and a half steals and block combined. At plus one twenty four, get some plus odds in there as well. But I really do like this play here for uh, play here for Fred Van Vliet here, Chris. Couple things that stick out to me him. You know, first off, you bring in Ime Udoka, who to me that that screams accountability, that yep. screams defense, and you probably start to see the mindset of this team change when you think about adding Dylan Brooks. You think about adding Fred Van Vliet, and that's going to be on the defensive end. You also get an Orlando team that's prone to turning the ball over. You know, we got to remember Orlando has been building throughout the draft. They don't have a lot of seasoned veteran guys, and you just go back and look at the numbers. They actually, Orlando actually turned the ball over uh, at the they, they finished twenty fifth. So only was that five more teams turned the ball over more than Orlando did last season. When you look at opponent steals, they were getting eight per game, and just for reference, eight point seven by your uh, Houston Rockets were where the team that was actually turned the ball over the most. So I mean that's not a big jump at all. I do expect you know um, Orlando to continue because. They're still developing, right? They're, they're not expected to to do anything major this season. Um, some people have them, you know, in playoff contention or make it, maybe making a play in. But this number feels, uh, you know, a tad bit low and, and, and discounted as well. I mean, I would take the over on Fred Van Fleet to, to, to get that still supposed block at one and a half. All right, Chris, take us over to your next player problem. What do we got? All right, so let's go to, speaking of uh, Fred Van Fleet, let's go to where he left. Uh, let's go to Toronto. So we got the Minnesota Timberwolves coming in and, uh, I'm high on this guy. You know, if I like him early, I like him often. I like him in this spot. Nas Reed is who I'm going with. Bench guy for uh, the uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves who just got a contract extension um, over the offseason. He's looked great in the preseason. I watched those games against uh, the Dallas Mavericks in Abu Dhabi. Um, I watched the game when he came back and played against the, the, the New York Knicks and couldn't miss a shot when he was playing at Madison Square Garden. I think he kind of continues that here. You know, if 10 and a half is the number. Uh, not juiced at all, minus 105 on DraftKings. Um, when Rudy Gobert comes out, I expect, you know, Nas Reed to get in there and play about, play about 20, 23 minutes in this game. 
is what I'm estimating. And if he does, he'll take about seven to 10 shots. And I think he'll score between 12 and 13 points is my projection. Um, I think he'll be, he'll be the go-to guy. When you think about the Minnesota Timberwolves second unit, you know, if they got Jordan McLaughlin out there who is really just a facilitator, he's not going to look to score the ball. Nikhil Alexander Walker, uh, you know, he's primarily out there for his defense. Um, even though he can score the ball at times, Troy Brown Jr. is kind of getting acclimated to that offense because he was in Los Angeles last year playing with my Lakers, of course. Then you got slow-mo Kyle Anderson, who Mm -hmm. can do a little bit of it all, but Nas Reed is the guy, you know, and they paid him like he was the guy. So I like Nas Reed to contribute offensively uh, for Minnesota because Minnesota struggled to score the ball last year. So um, he also gets some run with the first unit as well. Um, And I don't think I went through and looked at that second unit. Of course, they got Precious Ochoa, Chris Boucher, but I don't think they have anybody that can, you know, really match up with Nas Reed to really slow him down. So I expect him to contribute offensively in their first game of the season in, in Toronto. Yeah, I, I've been a huge fan of what Nas Reed brings to the Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, you know, going back over the past several seasons when he's been with them. And he's a guy that can, again, knock down the three-point shot for you as well. And he's also a guy that can finish around the basket, right? And we've seen that. And just take a look at what he did in the four preseason games here, Chris. Uh, in very limited minutes, 21 minutes, 19 minutes, eight, uh, 16 minutes, and 18 minutes. He was in double digits in all four of those games, and not even like by a low amount, 14, 22, 14, and 16 for Nas Reed. So I expect him, like you mentioned, probably to be around that, what, 23 to 25 uh, minutes range. And again, if Rudy Gobert or even Carl Anthony Towns um, get into foul trouble, he's going to be that guy that's going to be in there for, for this team. So, yeah, I definitely do like this for – um, Nas Reed uh, coming off of the bench, man. I think maybe some consideration of him putting a little sprinkle on, on down on him being sixth man of the year. I think that he definitely has that type of capability. Nothing big. I'm sure the odds are, are, are large for a reason, but I think there's definitely something worth for Nas Reed uh, this upcoming season. Uh, all right. For my next player prop, I'm going to go back to the... Uh, game between the Cleveland Cavaliers and the uh, Brooklyn Nets. And I'm going to be bold here, and I'm going to count on a bounce back from Mr. Ben Simmons. I like his assist to go over six and a half here tonight. Um, He's slated to be that starting point guard for this team, so he's obviously going to be facilitating that offense. But also with Ben Simmons, you know, when healthy, when we've seen him on the court, he's a guy that likes to get up and down the floor. He, he makes those great outlet passes. He finds those guys in those passing lanes to get easy baskets for. And you take a look at what he did in the preseason. I mean, he looked really good for this Brooklyn Nets team. And again, I talked about defensively, this team is going to be really good. But offensively, I think they have some great shooters uh, around Ben Simmons. We talked about the Cam Johnson, the world, the Mikhail Bridges of the world. Spencer did we a guy that can also score the basketball as well. But Ben Simmons during the uh, preseason had uh, three games where he went over this number of six and a half uh, assists. He had seven, nine, nine, and one game where he only played 14 minutes against the Lakers, but was still able to get three assists in that 14 minutes. So if he's going to be a guy that's going to be playing anywhere from 25 to 30 minutes for the Brooklyn Nets, I expect him to get over this number of six and a half. Really want to get froggy with it and think that he can get a double-double here tonight. That number's at plus 475 for Ben Simmons to uh, get that number. But again, with Ben Simmons, we talk about, is he going to be able to score 10 points in a game, uh, let alone also getting the assist? So I think that's worth the gamble there. But at least for a player prop perspective, over six and a half assists uh, for Ben Simmons here tonight here, Chris. 
Yeah, you think about, for me, I think about, you know, them not having them last year in the, what was that, the Eastern Conference semifinals when they lost to the Philadelphia 76ers. Mm-hmm. And it really, really showed because Spencer yeah. Dinwiddie is more of, while he can facilitate, he's more of a shooting guard to me, you know, and yeah, he, he, he was out there trying to score the ball. So I do expect Ben Simmons to have the ball in his hands a lot. Um, and I actually think his points, rebounds, and assists might actually be in play, you know, just because you take away one of those trees, like I talked about with Jared Allen, and I think what that does for Ben Simmons is it probably increases his confidence when you only have to deal with Evan Mobley and not have to deal with both of those guys. So I do expect him to put pressure yeah. on the defense, attack, get downhill, and, uh, you know, I, I, like I said, I probably look at – I like his points, rebounds, and assists, but I, I could I could definitely get behind playing his assists at six and a half as well, you know. 20 and a half is a number for his um, ERA. 20 and a um, half. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. It doesn't seem far fetched, you know, especially when we, we, we know what with Ben Simmons, it was an injury, it was health, it was also yeah. mental health, right? It was a lot of psychological, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, you know, distress that he was going through. And he feels, at least he looks like he, he's in a better place. He's coming out and saying that he's, you know, feels like he's in a better place too. So uh, at home is where I would back him, you know, I probably wouldn't do it on the road. So I think you're picking a good spot. What do you think about his uh, uh, rebounds and assists at 13 and a half? Absolutely. Especially when you think about Jared Allen not being there. I got to write that one down, you know. <laughs> I just yeah. talked about Jared Allen not being there. Uh, but, yeah, I really like uh, I really like that one. Maybe you just stay away from the points altogether. Um, because the Cavs, when you score, when you attack the Cavs and you think about how they give up points, it's typically from the, from the exterior. Because mm-hmm. Jared Allen and Evan Mobley are such good defenders. But, like I said, without him being there, I think I'm going to look into I'm going to look a little more into that one. You know, you said 13 and a half with rebounds and assists. Yeah, rebounds and assists for Ben Simmons 13 and a half. Okay. Yeah, definitely jotted that one down. Okay. I'll throw uh since we're on this game, I don't know why I liked a lot of props in this game, but to the <laughs> point that we're talking about with Jared Allen being out and I talked a lot about defensive props I'm looking at here tonight. Uh Evan Mobley's blocks are uh, one and a half at plus 115. I kind of went back and looked at last season. So uh, Evan Mobley played in 13 games without uh, Jared Allen last season. Um, and he had, I believe he recorded a block um, in, I want to say it was 11 of the 13 games last season without Jared uh, Allen on the floor. So that kind of tells me that, again, he has to be the guy uh, anchoring that defense, at least the rim protection uh, for this Cavs team, but eight of those 13 games last year, he had double digit blocks. I'm sorry, not double digit blocks, uh, uh, two or more blocks. Um, and I have the here numbers in front of me. So last season, towards the end of the year in March, he had four straight games where he had two or more blocks, two, four, four, and three. And then if earlier in the season, if we're going to go back to it, like I mentioned, eight of the 13 games last season, he had two or more blocks without Jared Allen on the floor. So if you want to look at his blocks or even his PRA uh, or his rebounds, um, points and rebounds combined. I, I'm not, I don't hate that for Evan Mobley, especially without Jared Allen in the lineup. Uh, so he might be getting a little bit of a discount. So that's a bonus one that I throw out there. Um, Chris, before we get to our best bets here, any other ones you want to kind of throw out there? I know you and I talk about offline that we have probably a list of a lot of player props that we do like. I know we said we do, we'll do three and then a bonus bet. Anything else that you really strongly feel about before we get to best bet? Nah, we'll we'll leave it at we'll leave it right there. Uh, okay. for right now, you know. But uh I mean there are there are you know just just tons of it feels like value. I just I feel like I'm a tad bit underprepared. I gotta get back into the routine of, you know, just making through I go make sure I go through and 
dot all my I's, cross all my T's, but the ones that I gave out are the ones that I feel most confident with so far. I want to check injury reports. I want to yeah. see if we can like find any kind of uh, you know that that beat writer type information that might lead us to you know a player maybe going under uh, their points prop because of a minutes type situation. Uh, looking at certain situations as far as uh, you know teams that are having to travel maybe really really far, maybe playing a home game tonight. But having to travel far to play again on Friday, th- those are the type of situations that I'm, you know, probably wanting to back. Um, but yeah, no- nothing else uh, other than this best bet that I'm about to give you guys. Yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into our best bets here for the Wednesday night schedule. What do you got? So this one might catch people by surprise, but I actually like Walker Kessler tonight. You know, uh, his double double is plus one fifty. So I love that I can get it at you know plus money as well. Uh, they, they, they'll be at home as a dog tonight, taking against taking on the, the Sacramento Kings. And if you remember back to last season, Sacramento was a really, really good team. I think they finished third in the, yeah, they did finish. They finished third in the Western Conference. Um, and I, I, I'm not low on this team. I think that they're a really good team. But I like Walker Kessler because when you faded Sacramento last year, you typically wanted to do it on the road. This spread is surprisingly short in my, in my estimation. Um, so Walker Kessler, double-double, plus 150. Um, he had a 14.15 rebound game in his last preseason game. And that happened to be against the Sacramento Kings. And it was in Sacramento. So now you get him at home. Um, I went back and looked last season. He actually played the Kings four times. In the two games that he played them at least 30 minutes, uh, he actually finished with 31 points, 11 rebounds, and 10 points and eight rebounds. Also think about it from like a, just from like a, a, a personnel perspective. Mm-hmm. Walker Kessler is really the only big body that this team has outside of Omer Yurt Seven to be able to bang down low with with Sabonis. Yeah. And we know Sabonis mm-hmm. is going to try to you know clean up the rebounds itself. So I do expect him to get big minutes in this spot, you know. And I think the minutes will lead to him, you know, doing what Walker Kessler does: blocking shots, altering shots, getting rebounds, uh, and then getting some chippies at the rim as well. We know that the, the 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 Kings weren't a team that really protected the rim, so I do look for Walker Kessler to be. You know, it's a little more impact impactful on the um on the offensive side of things as well. And this double double being at plus one fifty feels like a tad bit uh of a steal to me, you know. So I do I, I really, really like this play. That's why I, I saved it as my best bet. Walker Kessler double double plus one fifty was the best odds that I found over on FanDuel on FanDuel. Yeah, I, I like it. Uh again, I think that him slated to be the starting center for this Utah Jazz team. And again, you're expecting him to be out there again, 25, 30, 30 plus minutes. He did play 32 minutes against the Sacramento Kings. In fact, uh, in their last preseason game where he notched 14 points and 15 rebounds in that game, uh, the other games against Portland, 21 minutes, four rebounds, 17 minutes against the Clippers, four rebounds. And then against the Clippers again, 24 minutes, seven rebounds. So, um, but more times than now, we're expecting, you know, Walker, Kessler, Walker Kessler to be that guy, uh, especially, you know, being seven feet, a guy that can block shots. I mean, we see that we saw that last season where there were some considerations for him to be or the converse being in the conversation, at least of um, defensive player of the year. You know, maybe that uh, track starts again this season for Walker Kessler. But I think there's definitely value here for Walker Kessler, especially again, being a guy that's seven feet. Um, I know they added John Collins in the trade, but when we, we talk about John Collins, he's more of a guy that likes to hang out around the three-point line and try to get his shots up. So I think the opportunity for Walker Kessler to get all these rebounds are definitely going to be there, especially, again, if this is going to be a game that we see a lot of pace in, 
I'm curious to see what the uh, the number is uh, as far as their total because I feel like this might be one of the higher um, totals on the board here tonight as well. Yeah, 234 and a half. So we talked about the Wizards and the Pacers game. That's at 235 and a half. So this game is the second highest total on the board here tonight. So expect pace and a lot of shots getting uh, put up and opportunity for rebounds. And again, we know the points are going to be there for Walker Kessler being seven feet and catching those lobs from the guards of the uh, Utah Jazz. So yeah, love it, especially at plus odds here. Uh, all right, for my best bet, I am I'm playing this number, and I know I mentioned this to you offline. Um, Chris is I'm looking at Victor Winbinyama, and um, I think this number is going to get adjusted, obviously, as we go along uh, during the season here. But him, his points and rebounds are at 24 and a half uh, for this first game against the Dallas Mavericks, and this is another game that. You know, has a higher total on the board. I'm not ex- sure what I'm going to be expecting defensively from the Dallas Mavericks. They're supposed to be one of the better defenses, but when you have a backcourt of Luka and Kyrie, um, defense is always a question mark for uh, for those two players, right? Great offensive players, one of the best in the league, not, you know, two of the five best offensive players in the league. Uh, but when it comes to defense, it's definitely a question. But also you take a look at this Dallas Mavericks team, like, or frankly, maybe anybody in the league, Chris, you have a seven four seven foot four guy that can cross over, dribble, and chop you up. I think that this is an opportunity for Victor Winminyama to really come out in his first game uh, and and really show why he's the odds on favorite to be rookie of the year and why he is eventually going to be the future um, or one of the faces of the NBA, let alone the, for the San Antonio Spurs. So we take a look at what he did in the um in the preseason for this san antonio uh, spurs team obviously didn't play a lot of minutes but the production has been there for uh victor winbinyama so against the golden state warriors he played 21 minutes had 19 points four rebounds against the rockets 15.6 rebounds in 21 minutes against the miami heat 23 minutes 23 points and four rebounds against the oklahoma city thunder 19 minutes, 20 points, and five rebounds. So just alone looking at his minutes played where he didn't play a single preseason game of more than 23 minutes, in two out of those four games, he went over this projection of points and rebounds of 24 and a half. And again, say he plays five, six, seven more minutes um, here tonight compared to his average of the preseason. I think he definitely gets over this number of 24 and a half. Um, so I'm definitely looking at it that way. I know a lot of people are going to be on his blocks here tonight. I think that number, kind of similar to Walker Kessler's of the world, the Triple J's of the world, is going to be at two and a half, three and a half for the rest of the season. But I think for him to come out this uh, here tonight against the Dallas Mavericks team, I think that obviously will be able to score the basketball. He'll definitely be able to get the rebounds here tonight. So I won't be surprised if he gets 20-plus points here tonight. And again, the rebounds have been consistent where he was averaging five rebounds per game uh, in the preseason. But again, I think that he'll play a lot more minutes where the production is going to be there for him as well. So currently over on DraftKings right now, points and rebounds combined for Victor Winbinyama over 24-and-a-half year, Chris. I mean, it's it's difficult to talk you off of this one. I mean, a couple things to mention. Uh, Primetime spot. I mean, not just yeah. primetime because, like, it's his first NBA game, but it's nationally televised. This is the ESPN mm-hmm. game. Yeah. I've also been detailing a lot about, you know, teams that I'm high on, teams that I'm low on. The Dallas Mavericks are a team that I'm not high on at all. I think when you look at what they had to do in the in the, in the the preseason, 
those that trip to Abu Dhabi is not ideal all the time. Of course, they no. can you know help with some chemistry, but you know having to go you know leave the country, go abroad, come back, but then you also make a stop in Real Madrid as well. So you know Dallas Mavericks were actually the first team in NBA history to play three international games before the regular season. So I think that could be daunting for them. They're also on the road. We know that the Spurs team is going to play super hard for Co- Coach Popovich. And the other thing is this, you know, getting back to Wimbenyama, uh, to Mr. Victor Wimbenyama, he, I mean, the guy's doing stuff that we have never seen before. Yeah. If anybody has taken a, you know, just taken a, sh- uh, a look at the the picture of him blocking um, uh, Wiggins' shot in that Golden State game, man, this, I mean, so if he, I mean, if he comes out and does something that marvels us tonight, it probably won't be as marveling because we kind of, you know, are, are expecting it, but you know, this is some of the some of the stuff that we've you know never been able to see. You're talking about getting rebounds being off the dude literally doesn't have to jump. Um, you're talking about scoring the ball. He he, he can dunk over anybody because you know, especially on his on his Dallas team, they don't have a lot of size. They don't have a lot of length. This is one of the smaller teams, so I do expect them to be able to score the ball. Probably be a lot more comfortable at home as well, playing in San Antonio. Um, I'd only play Victor Wembanyama over tonight. You know, if I like the number, um, you know, staying away from his assists and just. Just putting the points and the rebounds together. Yeah, I mean the assist it goes up to twenty five and a half. But again, uh, during the regular or sorry the preseason, he didn't uh, notch very many, um, uh, very many assists. So I just I just uh, put it down to points and and rebounds here for Victor Winbinyama. So hopefully it's a a a, a stellar um, uh, debut uh, for the regular season at least for uh, Mister Victor Winbinyama. So best bet for me. Points and rebounds combined over 24 and a half for Mr. Victor Winbinyama. And then for Chris, best bet, Walker Kessler of the Utah Jazz, double double at plus 150. Again, definitely shop around for the best numbers. Um, for the for for any player prop again, because it's a very fine line sometimes between getting hooked by half uh, a half a half a uh, half a stat. Uh, on projection for some of these books, and, and it could be the difference between having a a night in the in the green or, or being down for the day. So again, like I mentioned, definitely shop around. Again, a reminder. I think last the first episode that we did is a great reminder. Scale back. At least personally, I am. I'm not going to tell you how to manage your bankroll, but for at least for that, Chris agrees with me as well that scale back the first couple of weeks here before we do get more information about how some of these players are, you know, whether they're with a new team or, you know, whether you new head coaches and especially with coaches, how they're handling their rotations and their minute allocations for a lot of these players. So I know it's an exciting time with the NBA being back, but again, I'm definitely scaling back to a quarter of a unit, um, at least for my player props uh, for this first two weeks of the regular season. Uh, Chris, anything else you want to mention, my man, before we get out of here? Nah, not at all, you know, if I think, um, you know, first full slate, enjoy the games, everyone. Like, it's just, you know, you, we don't have to put a bet in every single game. I know we're doing the show, we, we, we're encouraging people to, we're not even encouraging, we, we're just kind of giving our, you know, our analysis on why we like the plays that we like, but we're not going super crazy. We didn't give out a play in every single game, so I think that's important to mention. Also, like you said, you know, we can't, I know you mentioned it already, but, you know, got to keep drilling this one in, like, and we can't control other people's bankrolls, but Definitely scale, you know, try to scale back and play appropriately in long, long NBA season. We got a ton of, ton of games. Um, so th- those will be my words of, uh, you know, advice for people. Um, definitely check out what I'm doing over on Twitter. We got NFL stuff coming up, you know. We got, uh, you know, more NBA stuff going on as well. I'm writing articles. I'm doing shows. So, uh, you know, follow all my work over on Twitter or X at Crispy Cap and Two Ps, Two Ends. 
Um, and that's all I got, man. Enjoy the games, everyone, and best of luck. Hopefully we, we, we put some cash in your pocket tonight for sure. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I think the only way for us to respond after opening night is hopefully have a bounce back uh, week here in the association on Wednesday night where we have a, a lot more um, a lot more players playing, and hopefully we can uh, extract that value here tonight as well. All right, we'll be back uh, maybe Friday for another episode for the uh, PropCast. If not, we'll be back next week for sure uh, for the player props uh, on the PropCast for the NBA. And like Chris mentioned, we'll be here for NFL as well. So we'll do Thursday night, Thursday night uh, football player props uh, with myself, Chris, and Rod, and also for the NFL Week 8 um play props as well for the nfl so definitely look out for those shows as well till then good luck with your bets let's break these books off and let it ride